0: Circling the globe, preaching the gospel message of Jesus Christ in power and demonstration. This is the Apostolic
1: Ministry of Reverend Gary Ashcraft. You will clap your hands to the Lord. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody say I'll embrace him. I will walk with him and I will let him lead me. Amen, amen. And you may sit down, amen, loosen your seatbelt, get ready to go. These two subjects in Luke 8:19 and downward through 24. Right. Seemingly, this is two different occasions, but if you know anything about God, what He tells you on Sunday, you'll be going through Monday. All right. Every time I've ever preached, people have come to me and said, I didn't know where you were going, but I stayed with that message the rest of the week. And I found out it delivered me the rest of the week. God will not only give you bread for the day, but he'll say, gather it all up and take the rest with you. Don't let anything be lost. And somebody agrees tonight in this tabernacle and says, amen. Amen. I have seen the word of God be used so effectively that it changes the very direction of men and women. It will help young people revive a fallen nature and cause them to aspire in the things of God. Can you clap your hands to the Lord and say that's the truth. That's the truth. That's the truth. The wonderful picture setting that we have here is Jesus and his mother and brethren and they come to him and they came to impress and could not get any closer. Right. And A lot of people do not realize it But the brothers of Jesus Did not accept him being God Accepted Calvary and the resurrection A lot of them just denied it Said he's really pumped up He's really, really a good guy But they really didn't believe But when he raised himself from the dead, there was no question. And I'm not preaching a fallen Christ here. I'm not preaching one that is dead in the ground. I am preaching to you one who is alive forevermore that sits upon the throne of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And rules the universe. Somebody stand on your feet. Worship God right now. Clap your hands as loud as you can. Because he watches. And the Bible says he searches. And he searches the earth for a man to stir him up. Why don't you stir yourself up for God? My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. We're about halfway committed here tonight. But we're going to get on the rest of the way. Now, when Jesus made this statement. It was not because he was mad at them Because they didn't receive him He was sent To the house of Israel He was sent to a people That would utterly reject him And so he was Purposely driven He was driven by the spirit Amen he was a purpose-driven individual that would produce a purpose-driven church. And I cannot be Laodicea in my spirit or half asleep if I'm going to follow a live God and an amazing God that every turn in my life, if I don't follow him, I will miss his complete will. Somebody shout hallelujah. Praise the eye of and say, I'm in the will of God. Sometimes we don't understand why God rejects us. The Bible says all things work together according to his purpose and his will. One place in the scripture somebody said, not my will, but thy will be done. It's about your will, God. God is wonderful giving us the stories that he performed in the New Testament and overshadowed by the Old Testament. Everything concerning him had to be fulfilled. Every prophecy, amen, spoken about him had to be spoken and fulfilled. Every word written about him had to be placed in the right place. And he always would say, let it be done. Let this happen. Amen. And he is doing it, amen, for our sake. For those who were lost, fallen humanity that does not know God. Fallen humanity, amen, that is raised up in an environment where failure is, is the big A instead of A is the big F. He put in a position, amen, where success is unbelievably far from you. You can't reach it with both your hands. With all your family pushing you, it seems it's far from you. But this Christ that I'm preaching about tonight, amen, did not fully reject his family. But he's saying, my family is those that will do the will of God. They will find the will of God, and they will do it. Nicodemus came to Jesus privately at night, and he said, Lord, how can a man be saved? He, he he said, Listen, I'm gonna tell you, Nicodemus, you must be born again of the water and of the spirit. And he said, That sounds impossible. Can you have to do you have to enter back into the womb of your mother again and then be reborn? He said, Marvel. Sometimes God looks at us and says, I cannot believe that these religious leaders cannot see my purpose. I sent my word, I sent my prophets, and they they told of me, they spoke of me, but yet they missed his will They missed his timing Your timing only will come once in your life Your God called May just be one time tonight You may never have another opportunity To come to God So many people in the land say I know Jesus I know who you talk about I know him yeah. He's he's somebody I've heard about in Sunday school. All right. all he's right. somebody I heard about on the radio. Heard about it. On. There are people here that are in the land that are agnostics, don't believe in nothing. Wow. And there's some that are atheists, Don't believe in God. On, that is a strong religion right there. Oh, yeah. You have to practice that all the time. That's right. Amen. To be atheist to believe that there's not a God. An individual came to me one time and said, I don't believe there's a God. I asked him, I said, do you you know everything in the world? The individual said, no, I don't. "Uh, Do you pretend to know half the things in the world? He said, no, I don't. Do you pretend to know a fourth of the things in the world? He said, well, nobody does. I said, well, could it be possible that in the part that you don't know about, God exists. God is easy to be found. He's as close as the mention of his name. He made all things and all, and all things that were made was made by him and without him was nothing made that was made. So I have to understand, he's wanting somebody to do the will. The my mother and my brethren are those which hear the word of God and do it. He told Nicodemus, "You must be born again." The Bible says that on the day of Pentecost, after the death, resurrection, and the and the and the the uh, ascension to heaven of Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God was poured out on an upper room or a second floor room where they were waiting upon a promise from God. If God promised something to me, I want it. I want what God promised if I left you a will and in that will I left you a new house and somebody come to you and said you don't need that and they tried to convince you you can live without that new house you might have been born (laughs) Just a short while ago, but you weren't born yesterday. You know that's your house. I can hear it right now. I know a lawyer, you may not know a lawyer, but you heard it from your mother and your other mother and your grandmother and your great grandmother about some lawyer that represented somebody in your family (laughs) eons ago, and you will mention his name. (laughs) Like it has power and thunder in the heavens. In our family, my wife's people, there was one lawyer that when his name mentioned, Papa was serious. Should I tell you what his name was? (laughs) Lawyer Gene Gifford. And when you heard the name Gifford, you drawed your breath back. Lawsuit was being threatened. All right, picture Gene Gifford as a man tall, the big white hat, like a cowboy, wearing two pistols, like a pistolero, standing there in front of two double doors, slamming them open. I'm Gene Gifford, and I've come to give you back the farm. (laughs) Look at your neighbor and grin a little bit. Show them those pretty teeth you paid for. <laughs> Some people never smile. They got the most beautiful dentures you ever saw. <laughs> Pay $5,000 for them. will not ever grin or nothing. <laughs> Crack that smile open one more time. Now understand that Jesus was not mad at mom and his brothers. But when you start serving God, it's kind of contrary to family tradition. Okay especially if you find yourself in an apostolic or a Pentecostal church. Now we can serve God, but we don't have to do none of what y'all are doing. We don't talk in tongues. We don't either. We just get to. We don't have to. We get to. And when the Spirit of the Lord comes on us, Getting in the vein of the Holy Ghost that gives us liberty to move to the next level. And that's why we allow God to move
0: on
1: us. Oh, somebody's saying to praise the Lord. To make a noise on the Lord. That's why I'm here. I passed all the big beautiful tabernacles in the land. All the great positions that were offered. Jesus was talking and he said, I was offered three different times by the devil. Great things. And to the natural eye, it looked like a God sent blessing. You understand? But Jesus was here, not by accident, but on purpose. He was purpose-driven. You understand? Boy, that makes you check your motives, don't it? What am I gonna do now? What am I, how am I gonna act when I leave this service? Did I just come in this church's service to speak in tongues or, or just get blessed? Or am I going to change my life? Amen. May I go home and take care of some things? May I go home and take care of mama, sister, brother, uncle? Because they're gonna meet you. And they usually meet you at Thanksgiving. Because they know you're holier now. When they look at you, that little Christian lamb, that meat person. They say, would you like to bless the turkey? I've had it. Have you ever had that happen to you? And you feel like a turkey. Now some of you are in church homes. I wasn't. And so I always had a battle what I was going to do. Follow with tradition or follow with God and i am telling you right now when they asked me to bless it I called down the heavens and the fire <laughs> I remember working a job once I had a secular job years ago and I had a team of guys I worked with and they were like a bunch of guys rolled out of 60s and they listened to that 60s music you may have heard some of it, Led Zeppelin, ZZ Top, the unmentionable heroes of faith. And they played that every day, wide open, like I was in a barroom scene. And it began to vex me. I began to pray for revival. And I had a vial, a little vial. It was a pill vial, but I had oil in it. And I thought, boy. That's awesome, I'm gonna get me some of that and I'm, I'm gonna pray for people, if anybody's sick, I'm gonna pray for them, I'm gonna practice being a preacher. You may never practice. Come on now. You ever been going down the road and preach some of the best messages? out right. on a steering wheel? Right. You ever preach amen in the bathroom when you shower? Have you ever sang a choir song all by yourself and sound like heaven coming down all by yourself in the throne room? Have you, not, have you ever just laid in a bed and prophesied to yourself? You think that's just you? Jesus didn't forsake you. He said, you're doing my will and you're my brother and you're my sister and you're the ones that are doing the will of God and you're my fa- and we're just having a family get together. But I remember just like it was yesterday. This boy come walking up to me. His hair was taller and about a foot tall stacked up on his head, he had a wife beater shirt on, and he looked like a pile of flesh, man, he was a big guy. And he had long hair down to here, and then real tall hair up here. He had all the chains hanging on him, and he, he had cuts on him every time I saw him. And he'd come in and he said, one day he said, what is that in that bottle? I said, that's oil. He said, What do you got that for? I said, if I pray for you with this oil, anything I ask God to do, it'll happen. I didn't say it like that, I said it like this. I said, If I pray for you. I mean, sometimes you may really not, not get the biggest church, but you get the biggest audience by lifting your voice. And I said, if I pray for you, God will do anything I say. According to His will and His purpose. I'm, I'm I'm, believing somebody's catching this tonight. Do you know, it wasn't very long he came to work sick. You know, when somebody's really sick, I don't want to be disgusting, but their nasal, their nose, things protrude, you know. And he looked at me, and he said, "Leave hey, because as soon as I announce I was a child of God, they call me preacher. <laughs> Am I getting where it's at? In the, yeah. and sometimes we've been born this thing, we don't realize, you know. We we, we were raised in church, we don't realize it. As, as soon as we start coming to y'all's churches, they call us preachers. Because yeah. oh, yeah. we know a couple of scriptures. Yeah. Of you it. know what I mean? We can sing I'll Fly Away. and They say, man, you a church guy, ain't you? And if they tell a joke that we can't listen to And they say "We say, can, Would you tell that to Jesus And they say no you are saved aren't you yeah. <laughs> And so he said With a with a horrible look about him and Coughing and wheezing and He said preacher I'm sick yeah. It's one of those things like duh yeah. You know what I mean Like duh yeah. It's like a baby laying down And you smell it and so saying, like, I'm dirty Hey, that's the obvious. That's the elephant in the room right now. So I looked at him and I said, what do you want me to do? You know what he said? You got that bottle? You got that bottle of oil? Why? I just want to know if you got it. Why? He said, because I want you to pray for me. Put some on yeah, it. On. Dude, I was going to put her minimum on it. <laughs> I listen to him cuss and rave and talk about women and ah, 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 ah. Carrying on all his nastiness. I especially agree his high. Down. <laughs> down. Hey, man, it will run down your beard when I get there. <laughs> you will be able to second. Do you know He stood there and he said, "Uh, hit me with it. Now his his T-shirt comes right down here and opened up here. The straps were real long. And he wore it every day. That was his work clothes. And he'd worked them over. And his hairy blonde red-haired chest, his hair was red. He looked like a Viking standing there ready to be slaughtered. Leaning over and holding his stomach. He said, oh, I'm so sick. He said, I can't miss another day. If I do, they'll fire me. And he said, I can't afford to lose my job right now. That's why I'm here, preacher. I'm up against the wall. Come on. Isn't it amazing how God puts things together?
0: Working it. Working it. Come on.
1: I didn't have time to think, well, I'm going to go get the pastor. All right, Man, I had been praying and fasting for this to happen, and now it happened. And all of a sudden, everybody in the whole place turned around and started looking. And I felt like that lawyer. Gene Gifford, two Big white hat I felt the, I could hear the pony Snorting outside I'm fixing to glide with hell Just a few minutes And I'm going to redeem somebody Amen I had been fasting my brother-in-law And I had been fasting for this place For six different weeks off and on Hardest work we ever done I had lost 40 pounds I was lean and I was a praying machine I was fasting In the glue room when they would be out there eating. So when I came out out of the glue room, I saw everything in Jesus. I was really high in God. I come walking out of that place. I come walking to that place. Hey man, I thought I saw angels moving around. The glue room was the only place nobody would go because it was so bad to go in
0: there.
1: I saw Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Do you know that as I stood there, and I, everybody was looking at me I took that pill vial out and I said this one and he said yeah is that it and he said hit me again and I said I'm ready and I opened it up and I said you real sick yeah I'm bad, bad I said well this is going to take it all I shook that thing out. it was running out of my hand Let me tell you what, this little anointed man of God was looking at him, this little Christian saved by Jesus, look at that big hulk of a man rip him in half like a Goliath. And I looked at him and I said, in the name of Jesus. I lean way, look here, I lean way back. You know, sometimes you got to lean back and say, I'm trying to feel God back here. You back here, you with me, God backing me up. Sometimes that's why we worship like that. You'll see us doing this. You'll see us doing that. We're trying to find God in this thing. Somebody said, I don't believe in all that. Well, sometimes we believe that we'll just move this way, and we'll move that way. God will move with us. And if we'll worship him and jump up and down and leap, God will leap with us. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't we do that right now? Somebody jump up right now. Believe God. Leap. Amen. Praise the Lord. Get ready. Wind up. He said, you sure it's going to work? I looked at him. Y'all have to forgive me. I looked at him and said, I'm your huckleberry. I'm fixing to lay you out. He said, don't kill me, preacher. Just, just heal me. Just heal me. Don't kill me. He said, he looked at me in the eyes. He kept looking at that oil running out of He was afraid of that oil. He was a fearful of this oil. All he knew about God was, that if I pour that oil out of my hand, i will do whatever he said. He was probably wondering whether he was going to turn into a rat. Yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't know. I was being as serious as I could. And I was looking at him, praying for him. And I put that thing out and I wound up and I hit yeah. him. Listen, it hit his chest so hard, the oil splashed out on the others.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hit him Andrew.
1: like you'd hit somebody if you was wanting to knock him down. He's stupid. Yeah. I thought he would move a little He just yeah. I thought I, think I should have reached a little bit more behind me. <laughs> I should sure, Maybe God really wasn't in this God wasn't in this thing Like I thought I was You know what I'm saying And I slapped him in that chest And I took my other hand and I took And I had both my hands on him My chin different maneuver wasn't working I said, in the name of Jesus. And I saw his needle. I love it when people do that. Hey Amen. Special effects. It builds our faith up, doesn't it? When you pray for somebody, they stand standing there like, I'm that tree that you think is a man. So y'all went right over your head. Like, Where, where'd it go? Still bouncing out in the back. And that mean moved, my words moved. I said, God, heal him. Heal him. And I felt waves come up from behind me. I knew it wasn't me. It just come off the back of me. I heard that. I saw that big head go. That hairdo stacked tall, real tall. like, Like a wheat field going in the wind. That hair just got straight on the side. He sucked in some air. (laughs) And I said, and I may have messed it up, but I was really feeling the Holy Ghost. So I I brought both them guns up, put them on his chest and fired. I said, and God called him to preach the gospel. And I took off and running his dog (laughs) with his legs and carried me. And I was in shape, friend. I was running to the only safe place there was, the men's bathroom. Back at the, the O.K. Corral, this guy was crying out real loud. Everybody could hear him even in the office. Preacher! Take it back! Take it back! I don't want to preach! And I hollered as I was running on my horse. (laughs) It's too late. What's done is done, preacher. And I ran in there. He came in the bathroom and I kept the door locked. (laughs) I said all that to say this. If we're ever going to do anything for the Lord and see the miraculous, we've got to do His will. Amen. It's not in order to be like, it's not in order, amen, to to try to be like another movement. We need to be the movement of God in the earth, amen, and make things happen, amen, that supernaturally will change our environment. And God is going to use those, hallelujah, those that will do His will. Somebody shout. Somebody stand up. Somebody scream, I will do the will of God.
0: Somebody whistle. Whistle now. Somebody scream real loud. Let the Lord know you're here.
1: Now, Jesus, can I have five more minutes? Thank you for the ten. You may receive. Somebody here give me five. Somebody else give me five. Somebody else give me five. Jesus then lets that pass. He makes this mission statement: that if you're going to follow me, you're going to do the will of God. Who's my mother and my brother? Who should I let touch me? Those that will do the word of God. And this is what happens. Whenever you preach something or you're in a service, now listen to me. Saints, listen to me, please. Get off Facebook for just a
0: moment.
1: Quit texting what I'm saying. Quit Twittering everything I say. And really don't put this message on there. Here is an example for you. Whenever you hear an anointed message of God, Get ready for it the next day to roll into your life. Amen, everything's peaceful. Everything's calm. Amen. Now it came to pass on a certain day, this is right after that, that he went into his ship with his disciples. Disciples mean those who are mentor-educated. Amen, Led of God. We're disciples of the Lord, are we not? And he said unto them, red letter, Let us go over onto the other side of the lake. Seems very simple, does it not? Let us just build this church. All of a sudden, all hell disagrees with you. Let us just live for God and take our family to church. Get ready. The devil will use everybody related to you and those that think they're related to you to tell you how to live for God. Everybody will call you at church time. If you set a time in your life that you're going to pray every day, get ready, you'll be the most popular person amen. at that point of time in your life. If you decide you're going to fast three days, guess what? You're going to be carried to every buffet in the country for the next three days. Well, maybe it's the Lord's will for me to eat. You know, I quit the bar hopping, but now I hop salad bars. (laughs) Buffet bars. Now, so he makes this simple statement. And we that are learned, we are students of the gospel. We're not novice. Tell your neighbor you're not a novice, whatever that is. And we understand that when God says something, we've got to look at it. Just go to the other side of the lake. The lake is your assignment. You know what he said? uh, He saved you. He just said, continue on to the end. And Lord have mercy. I thought it ended so many different times. I thought it was shipwrecked. I thought it was through betrayal. I thought everything made by man and the beast was going to destroy me. I was bitten by serpents in the fire. Go to Just go to the other side. That's all I have to do. It's just make it from here to there. If the devil can, he'll get your children to chew you out. So I said, oh, I don't like that word chew. Well, the devil came to kill, destroy, kill, steal, and destroy. He's looking for something to eat, he's looking for dust because he was cursed and he had to climb out from where he was into what we walk on and when he wakes up every morning or gets up every morning he's looking for flesh to eat we're made of dust do you understand? you're the desire of two worlds and the enemy of your soul desires for you to be a servant to him and God says no I'm going to make you a child of mine and a son of mine you'll have many teachers but you'll have only one father and I'll be that father so when he told him to go to the other side, it looked easy. Matter of fact, the launching always is. Oh yeah. Wow. You ever got in a boat?
0: Let's start. Come
1: on. You ever got in a boat and thought you were gonna do real good? And notice the person you carried with you did not have sea legs. Ladies and gentlemen, I was in the Philippines. And the pastor thought it'd be a good idea to go out in a long boat that one guy, one preacher fell through it out in the middle of the ocean and had put a hole that big in it. So we had to swim out of that one into another boat. Now they got things out there that can inhale you in that part of the ocean. And I asked one of the Filipino pastors, I said, aren't you afraid of sharks? He pulled up a big 30-30. And he said, if one comes, we'll eat him. He became a David right there in front of me. <laughs> but as they put that net out, it must have been a thousand feet long, and we began to pull that up. And I was sitting in that boat, and I was getting what we call seasick. You ever been seasick? Oh, yes. When you get seasick, it just don't lift off. You get back on land, and I was just, and I was going, oh, 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 oh. And the waves were coming up. And I look at that guy pulling that net in. He was just talking. He pulled a little bit, talking. I said, When are we going to go back in? He said, When we get the net in. I said, Move out of my way. You ever wanted to have church just wasn't going fast enough? Why don't you throw yourself into it a little bit more? We're all sick of the same old thing. Why don't you throw your weight in here and pull a little bit harder? Get in and pull, amen. Cast your net on the water. Bring it in. Bring a harvest in. Somebody gets dead, says the church is dead. It's not what I want it to be. Amen. Make it what God wants it to be. Do the will of God. Make yourself available in the will of God. One year I was pastor. I said, if you're mad at me, bake me a cake. I got eight cakes. Change my doctrine <laughs> Do you understand When Jesus made this statement He was making it to people That knew how to do it And people that didn't know how right. And he was trusting That the people that didn't know how Would show the ones that did not know how all
0: right.
1: That's where he said Make disciples of all men all right. He wasn't talking to himself yeah. So I understand You may be tired Come on. You may be weary
0: Yeah.
1: You may be upset. You ever brought your kid home and said, son, it's in the cradle. You don't even look like me. Maybe your eyes do. You look like a baby. You need to go to school, get educated, get a job. I'm going to work, and in the refrigerator is what you need to eat. I'll see you later. You didn't do that. You patiently rocked that baby. You showed that baby to people like this. Everybody wanted to hold and you went like this. Oh, okay. Uh, Block them when I get out of here. Yeah. You know, people that you didn't want to touch your baby, you went the other way. Why can't we be like that in the church? Why can't we be so protective that everybody that tries to stop your baby, you can stop them? And you can be mighty in prayer, amen. Passing down imaginations, even those things that try to exalt yourself from the knowledge of God. Amen. You can overtake what the problem is. Some things don't need to be
0: preached.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have never got up and told people, you go home and change your baby's diapers or I'm getting Gene Gifford on the phone. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm coming after you. No. A good mother knows. I was in the Walmart one time and a lady brought a baby in there and she laid him up there and she had a terrible diaper on it. It was full. She said, I want a refund. That woman was looking disgusting at her. Says it says here, this is up to 25 pounds and this is not 25 pounds. No, I know that's horrible. Oh, yeah. Well, we make excuses why we can't do the will of God. And it stinks in the nostrils of God. Ooh, this is the most effective revival church in this area. And we can have great things happen yeah. if we will oh, yeah. shut the thing, bury the trash, get rid of it. I drop this plow? Hit this thing knock it out. I'm, I'm, I'm searching for the words. Looking for my bottle of oil right now. Here it is. If God had three million people live in tents and he said, bury your waste. If he, he said, you take care of it. You bury it. I don't want to see it. That'd make me be afraid to come up in here all messed up, bringing junk up here, stuff that I should have buried a long time ago, unforgiveness, it. You know what I'm saying? I'm preaching to you. Why you can't get deliverance because too much stuff is laying out in the open, and God don't like that. If he'll separate himself from three million people and break out and say, listen, how won't you to get shoveled and learn how to be? How do you bury you gotta show people. Come at that often, you hit stuff, you find people around you to swear looking like a gawking stalk. You start praying for things that you feel they're going through with. God, I'm tired, I'm tired of this, I'm tired of that. Lord, I can't forget people. My God, they know they're praying, they have the same problem I am. No, they're not. They just discerned they're making disciples out of men, and they know how to pray to be effective. Amen. When Peter and James and John and all of them were in that ship, there were some that could fit, were fishermen, expert boatmen, but some were not. And the some were not, didn't know what to do. Lord, help us laugh right now. Y'all look like you're going to hang me. You know I know Gene Gifford. (laughs) You. The cowboy had two guns. And a pony. A pony with a silver saddle. With sunset behind him. Do you know that I learned by just watching you? Somebody said, if you want to be effective, do everything they do. Well, I want to tell you that's not right. Now, some people got to learn from. But some people do not doing it. You understand. I'm making that simple. But if you can find somebody doing the right thing and being blessed of God, you latch on that person. If I was in that boat and I was having to go to the other side, you know what I would say? Who here among us knows anything about fishing? Oh, it's my first cruise with Jesus. You think it'll be smooth sailing? But he made it sound like it, didn't he? I would get with the expert. I would latch on to my pastor, my leadership. I would get close to them. And if he said, there's a storm coming. We need to worship the Lord. I'd get up and start bailing water just as hard as I could. I'd make sure the ropes were tight. I would make sure the tail was right. Everything about it was right are coming, the tempter is coming the is walking in the door I'm not anybody but I remember one night I was preaching in Ohio church about this size congregation was really, we were really in the Holy Ghost the back door shook I mean shook everybody sitting there the Lord spoke to me Somebody said, the Lord spoke to him. No, look at your neighbor and say, the Lord spoke to him. He still does that. Some people don't believe he does, but he does. He told me this. He said, if you don't get up and rebuke this virus that that spirit has released in this church, I didn't see the spirit, but I saw the door shaking. And I heard the Lord. Everybody I said, he heard the Lord. And I said, if we don't rebuke this, a th- two-thirds of this church will not be back here tomorrow night. I mean, we were in a hot revival. People were getting holy hold of us. And I said, Folks, there is a bad spirit that has come here and released the virus on this church. And if we don't get to rebuke it, what? Ain't that Bible? Somebody tell me, is that Bible? Is that Bible? Elder, is that Bible? And I said, if we don't rebuke that, two-thirds of you won't be here tomorrow night. And I got up, one-third of us got up praying. You know what I'm talking about? Let's all praise the Lord. One-third praise the Lord. Let's all get high, God. Let's go higher. One-third gets up. You know what I'm talking about? What would happen if 100% of us would involve ourselves? I'm telling you what, I've seen it before. I read in the Bible. Walls would fall. Walls would fall. I mean, I'm talking about armies would collapse, right? Because God was 100% involved in that. In Jesus' name, I feel the hope. Somebody 100%. Up here, I need somebody come on up this way. Just break loose from where you are. You know you've been wanting to get up here anyway. (laughs) Hallelujah. You know how we got saved? We got saved back to back, but we come to the front because we wanted to be there eventually. Next night, next night. What'd happen? What would happen if God actually did come in and say, "We're going to take the sacrificial offering." And we did, and God moved on us. And we gave. But we would get a hundred percent blessing. One third got up and rebuked that stuff. Now I wasn't nobody, but the pastor saw fit to use my ministry in the prophetic. And he said, This man is a prophet of God. I was working in my office. And there was a spirit that came in and tried to steal from me. And I only could rally one third support. What could Jesus do? He, he had 12 and one of them backslid on it. I want you to lift your hand to God. I got to get my heart right. I got to get my motives right. I got I, I to past the third. I got to get to... One-third of the people showed up. And the, the old pastor, we're in war, chapter said, I got so many calls today. Seems there's a virus been released in this area. I am sick and tired of the devil stealing from the people of God. I am sick and tired. I feel the Holy Ghost this place. Am I ready? Are these which hear the word of God and do it? Launch out! Launch out! Push yourself! Don't you to close your eyes and see yourself pushing yourself into uncertain waters? It was just a calm day. Nobody saw the wreck coming. The young man was just dropped his daughter off. He had just dropped his daughter off. He was driving 35 miles an hour in his new truck. And as, as he drove, he went to sleep. Not tired, but because he had a health condition, he collapsed. And as he collapsed, he had hit an embankment. He hit a cupboard. And his truck went in the air, crashed through a cedar tree, bounced, jumped over a gas line, turned three times. A nurse was standing in her yard and watching this happen on this beautiful day. But somewhere that night before the dawn of a new day, there was a mother, and she was crying into the night. She prayed one hour. She prayed another hour. She prayed for both her children. I got up and walked in there and watched her pray along with her, went back to bed. She stayed up three more hours. another hour. Finally, she said, I prayed all I could pray. I feel it's going to be all right. I want to tell you that the truck was all right, but it was totally demolished. The young man got out and all he had was a little knot on his head. He had just dropped his daughter off. I'm going to tell you, when you get ready to go to the other side, there's things unexpected that if you're not ready for it, it can stop you. I want you to lift your hands. I brought him here tonight with me. It's my son. And I know the fact that you prayed through the night that he's here standing alive. You've got things that you're going to face. I'm here to tell you this and why I'm here why Pastor has me here is because I've been through some things and i share shared stories with you. And I, I've been through some places. I've seen some storms. I, but I've come through it. And they have too. But sometimes it takes just a repeated voice to say you're in the best place in the world. You're in the safest place in the world And from this place God can make you God can make you in the name of Jesus God can shape you In the name of Jesus Your ministry's gonna grow and grow and grow and grow, and
0: grow. I deserve Just one more prayer Just one more prayer. Just one more prayer Hallelujah Just one more prayer
1: You may be in a storm tonight But what you need Jesus to stand up in you. Stretch your hands out in a sign of surrendering to the will of God. Open your heart. Say, God. God. Somebody said, God, I need a little peace. I didn't know the waters could be so trembling I don't know what I'm going to do but I'm in your will. when you stand up and you let the Holy Ghost speak through you you let the power of God fall in your life wherever you are whatever walk of life you came from wherever you are listening right now where you're standing right now if you lift your hands to God fear,
0: God will wake up, God will move, God will deliver.
1: Right, your living room will not be a torment to you anymore your living quarters will not be a place where you become victimized this is your hour
0: your hour of power. I might not see but you're the best oh. all who trust. You oh. have no name, there is no answer. All yeah.
1: Do you know what kind of storm they ran? Do you have any idea? The Lord just revealed it to me. The storm that they were in would take their boat and drive 60 yards, 70 yards one direction. Sink it, then rise it back up, and drive it the same way that it came from. Then it would whirl it, whirl it and spin it. But still, but still, like some of us tonight, they still did not wake Jesus up church get ready get set. something tricks to happen the problem was they weren't ready to turn loose of who they were i'm asking you to repent as a national repentance i want you to lift your hand to god as a sign lift the other one that i am turning loose that's right they can pray over you they can slaughter all over you They can try to urge you. They can hit you with all the spray and the water in your face. They can whirl you around, spin you around. God can roll you and flip you, twist you. But until you fear God more than you do this storm, you're not going to wake him up. I want you to start speaking out. I Denounce drug dependency. I denounce lying. I denounce. Say it, church. Help us. Help us unload this boat. We got a Jonah. We got too many of them floating on us, carrying us, pulling us under. Don't want to do it, but we have got to turn them over to God. Right out. True repentance worketh godly sorrow. Just for a moment, let's pull a little bit harder. I feel the toe of the storm. I feel the wind. God refuses to step up and help the, the situation unless the individual cries out. Close your eyes. As they rode with Jonah on the storm, they did not realize that they were going to sink with you. Right, right. re unloaded. Everything. Nobody has to lose another thing here. Nobody has to lose nothing else if we'll just cry out, God, take it all. Take it all. Take it all. Somebody's waking Jesus up right now. Take it all. I repent, God. I repent. What else is left, God? I feel something building in here. I repent, God. I repent, God. I'm not going back to fight it. I'm not pulling it out of the ocean. I'm not going to start lessons on how to get back what I'm losing right now. I'm going to give it away. Now join your neighbor by the hand. Let them know you're there. Maybe you want to put your hand on their shoulder. I want you to encourage them come with me and see the peace of the Lord. If we leave this place tonight and all you see is ruin, all you see is torment, you had a chance to wake him up. You had a chance to let him change things. You had a chance to let him speak in your life. Now's your chance, Saint. Lean your head back, let him see your face.
0: Leave your head back and look into my head. It's not over. It's not finished. It's not empty. It's only the beginning when God is in me. Oh, I all things I do. I I feel the raging
1: is ceasing. I feel the raging is ceasing. The storm is coming to an end. The storm is coming to an end. I will lift that hand up all over this place. I feel some people. I put it to peace. I'm getting my peace. I'm getting
0: my peace. I'm getting my peace tonight. You. <laughs>